transformed them into these intricate shapes. We do have a theory which involves that term vitrification, which I'm going to come back to. Now, again, the monuments that we see left here at Pumapunku, it's just kind of a dry desert area. As you can see, there's nothing really out there. There's no existing vegetation. This more than likely was an ancient riverbed or lake bed at one point. Now, these stones, anyone, if you were to ask the locals, you know, who, who built Pumapunku, they would simply tell you that this was a place built by the gods. And it, it appears as if the gods, or whoever these beings were, destroyed Pumapunku for some reason, which we still don't understand. They went to great lengths to literally smash it to pieces. Maybe there was some lost technology here that they didn't want us to interpret, or there could have been some ancient battle. But signs seem to point to some type of self-destruction. Now, again, a lot of these stones have a style that is just very hard to understand how it could have been done. And really what's interesting about the ability to make these types of shapes and these intricate cuts involves only one process. The ability to take these stones, some of the most hardest on the planet, granite, deerite, and they were able to melt, uh, melt the rock into a molten-like state, kind of like a lava, right? So now it's, it's very pliable. It's almost like putty. Somehow the ancients were able to take advanced shapes and create them, but in a molten-like state. And the reason why we say that is, again, this term vitrification. Most of these rocks that have been cut like this or have precision-aligned edges seem to show signs of high heat. Uh, it's almost like a glass-like surface, as if you had a tray of lava and you put a, a razor or a sharp edge and scraped over the surface the pattern of how that hardens and reveals the vitrification, is the term, is clearly displayed over all of these stones. Somehow, they were able to make these stones into a molten-like state. And then they could press and cut them and create these intricate patterns that there's no other explanation. If we try to explain that they were using diamond-tipped saws, you know, or had some type of advanced computer cutout system, you know, there's, there's, there's no way to explain this other than to say they were able to melt these stones into a lava-like state. And then it would be very easy to cut out these intricate patterns from an existing form, like a clay cut, just perfect thing. And that's exactly what we see in many of these sites is they've literally pressed out the stone. You can see it was somehow molten, like, you know, melted away. And then what they were able to do is pour hot metal or some other type of metal here to bind the stones together. And again, these types of laser precision holes, this isn't possible with, again, some type of a laser drill, perhaps, or a diamond-tipped saw using several drill bits. But the precision and accuracy, if we explain this by it was a lava-like state and someone just poked holes perfectly measured, that's a lot easier to, to create these types of markings and, and drills that we see. <clears throat> now, some of the shapes, again, really just defy explanation. Now, it's possible that someone could have carved these out by hand, but we're talking about stone that's extremely, extremely hard. Granite, deerite, you know, very hard stones. And to see these types of patterns, 
it makes it makes it you know a lot more able to be uh, palatable and understandable if we think about this becoming more of like a hot lava-like stone and someone just press this pattern into the into the you know lava and then once it hardens back into a stone we see these intricate patterns so I think that's what we're seeing over many of these sites because we do see this clear evidence of vitrification what appears to be stone that's been you know heavily heated now again aside from the ability to carve these intricate shapes another ability which we still haven't been able to come forth with a theory other than magic you know or, or anti-gravitic technology that we just don't understand or where, where it went but they were able to move these megalithic stones over several miles and somehow they were able to cut them out of the ground, cut them out of these quarry sites.